This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, and welcome to the End in Mind podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin, the owner of Meraki Media Management. The End in Mind is a place where we come to share stories, tips, and strategies of many entrepreneurs, creatives, business owners, and just some people that aren't willing to live the traditional lifestyle. We talk about how to live outside of the box today and how to incorporate what really is important in your life to keep that end goal always in mind. Again, if you would like to reach out to me in any type of way, you can find me on Instagram at Meraki underscore media underscore management. And I hope to hear from you all soon. Thanks so much and enjoy our show. Welcome back to the End in Mind podcast. I'm really excited to have you guys here today. I'm your host, Caitlin. I am the owner of Meraki Media Management. This is my podcast, The End in Mind. Oh my gosh, The End in Mind. It's one of those days today, guys. My words are running together like craziness. I was on a call before this with someone who was so sweet and really great. I loved talking to them. They were great, but I was like totally running all of my words together. So let's see if I can really articulate here for you guys today. I am super stoked about this week's topic. The biggest thing that Meraki Media really focuses on is our ideal clients. And the reason why and when I realized ideal clients were so important was because I had some really great mentors right out of the gate when I started my business. I surrounded myself with people that knew and understood this space. If they were probably navigating it themselves right at that time, because that's what coaching is, you're really just sharing with people the information that you've learned prior to you meeting them. And that's really what coaching is. It's just about getting you there faster. There really aren't any loopholes, right? But we give you all of the strategies to make your outcome hopefully get you there in a shorter amount of time. So that is what I loved about my coaches right out right out of the gate was because they really focused on the ideal clients and why an ideal client is so much more valuable for your brand, beneficial for your mental health, um, more productive in the long run than if you are working with people that aren't your ideal client. And 
this is something that most people were not talking about when I started business three years ago. You definitely had to be more so in the holistic side of business coaching to hear about this type of approach. And the reason why is because I truthfully believe that when you can draw in your ideal client, it's going to make you more abundant than if you were working with clients that weren't in alignment with where you are energetically. That's the best way for me to explain it um, in that sense of energy because when you are first getting started, by all means, I completely understand wanting to bring on anyone and literally everyone that comes through your Instagram DM, your inbox. I completely understand it. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you not to take on those clients because I remember exactly what it feels like to have what feels like 10 bucks left in your bank account and no money coming in, right? Money only going out and you're just starting a business. You already have a lot of limiting beliefs that you're having to combat out the gate, right? Because it really is a little bit triggering because it's so much of the unknown, which most people and you know society teaches us that unknown is not really in alignment for most people, which is not the truth, right? Everything's unknown. We don't know if we could wake up tomorrow morning. Lewis House is always talking about that. And I think that he gives a great spin to it to explain that that should also give you freedom. Like there's a different mindset that you can shift with this. And even if, yes, right now you have to bring on that client that's maybe not in alignment for you and your business because you need to provide for your family or you need to, you know, purchase Chick-fil-A tonight for dinner, absolutely bring on that client because you know what those clients do is that they teach you all of your limiting beliefs. They also show you that, yes, I'd love to work with this person or, you know, maybe this person just isn't a good fit for me, but they're going to be really great fit for my colleague and I'm going to pass them off to them. And that relationship that you're passing them off to could help you down in the down the line potentially anyways, right? Because those people are going to value that relationship more. But when getting back to the idea of taking on clients when you're not really sure who your ideal client is, I'm not, again, not going to tell you not to sign up those people, especially when you're in a financial situation where you need to. And when you do bring on those clients, it's good to be knowledgeable or any client, right? This isn't just a specific type of client because no one can tell you who your ideal client is. That's another thing that's really important for all business owners to understand and wrap their heads around because when you talk about an ideal client, especially in this social media space, people will want you know us to come up with an avatar for them. And the way that I will normally combat that is asking them more questions about themselves because you can find out so much about people just by listening to you know their story of starting business or listening about why they were intrigued to start this certain type of business right and the more information i get from them the more i understand who they are as a person which in return helps me create their ideal client because your ideal client like we always say, Project Me with Tiffany, shout out to her. She was my 
amazing business coach that taught me this when I first started, one of the reasons why I really understood ideal clients out the gate, and that is that your ideal client is a past version of yourself. Exactly how I was walking us through the coaching aspect in the beginning of this episode and understanding what a coach is, it's that exact same mentality, right? You are literally going to yourself when you just start a business or if you're in this service type of base business, I'm basically going back to who I was when I was a year in or maybe even a year and a half into business and how running my social media was so chaotic and crazy and I felt like I had no direction, right? I've been there. So that's what I'm able to help people that maybe haven't dabbled with social media. They could be in business for however long, right? But they just haven't had that much time on social media yet. That is where we can come in to alleviate those problems. So back to the ideal client, this really comes wholesome when you are in a service-based business because you have to talk to those clients on a monthly or weekly base, right? Depending on what your type of service you're offering. And the more you communicate with people that aren't at your same energetic level, it can throw things off whack, especially if you're not self-aware enough of the energetic level that you're at and possibly your clients at. You know, I was just mentioning that I was on a call earlier today before recording this podcast and we were talking about how challenging it can be when you don't feel like communicating and maybe you've had a really long day as being a business owner and we're not all perfect and we're not always going to be in the perfect mood, right? But being more aware of those moody moments so you're not communicating with, you know, maybe a team member at that time or you're not communicating with your client at that time. It can wait until tomorrow morning. That is something that as a business owner and as a human being, it's very beneficial to know that about yourself. And I have to say, since I became an entrepreneur, I was not aware of that. It was so subconscious. Of course, I knew like maybe when I was having a low day versus like a fantastic day energetic wise, but I was not totally aware of maybe my reactions to a conversation or the words I was using or the energy that I was showing up with. I wasn't really aware of it. That's the honest truth. And yes, that's scary to say out loud, but now I know that I am aware of it and I'm able to tap into that side of myself to keep myself grounded at all times. And as being a young entrepreneur, I think this is even more important for me to talk about with you guys because first off out the gate, you all know how important mental health is to me and that's become a huge value of mine over the past year. It was not always something that was in the forefront of my mind. It was not always a priority for me, but getting into this line of work made me realize how much more productive my life would be and my time spent if I was self-aware of it. And in return, that will help me create a thriving business. But honestly, guys, a thriving lifestyle. That's why I'm doing all of this. You know, I don't want to be that person that is 
Uh, we, we were listening to a movie the other day and they said this. I can't remember the movie. I'll try and find it and link it in the show notes. But it was a surfing movie. So good. I'll find it for you guys because it was amazing. I think I'm going to do a whole week of content around it. But he said, I don't want to be the guy at 50 looking back on my life asking myself why I didn't take this opportunity. And that resonates with me hand over fist. This is like my life. And when you are faced with that type of question, it is so hard to really get clear on what you want, especially when there's a ton of chatter, there's a lot of limiting beliefs, there's a lot of mindset shifts that need to come. But if you can let that sense of fear, that one sense of fear, drive you every day, that is the beauty out of becoming an entrepreneur because you take your life back into your own hands. And, you know, this guy was a surfer. So I would also debate that that's totally an entrepreneurial role as well. Athletes are totally entrepreneurial. You know, look at someone like Simone Biles. She recently removed herself from the Olympic competition because of mental health reasons. And, you know, if you guys listen to this podcast, you all know how much, how important this is for us. And we can look at an athlete like that and admire her choice to transition into a lifestyle that she can now, that's going to benefit her and help her heal her wounds, right? Or maybe work through some of that trauma that she's undergoing. And when you have that trauma hanging on you, you know, and especially if you're self-aware enough, as Simone is, she's so fantastic, she knows she's not going to be able to perform at her highest self. She knows she's not going to be able to perform at the level that she wants. And when you continue to push yourself when you're not in that mental state and you have these expectations for yourself and you continue to fall short, that repetition will hurt your mental health much longer in the long run. You know, I like to think of golfers as this as well. My boyfriend, Sean, is obsessed with golf. This is like a full-blown golfing house. Literally, in my office right now, there's a golf club. In almost every room, there's a golf club. It's actually hilarious. But he is really good. And we're always talking about golf mindset. And golf is very similar for me, at least, to yoga because... I find golf is very connected to your body and trusting your body and not letting go completely, right? But trusting that your muscle memory knows how to carry your game forward. I think that that's a huge mental part to golf. And as I've been able to observe these athletes, because I was not very into sports until I met Sean, I would watch, you know, football and things like that because I'm from Philly, so go Eagles. But I was not, you know, very sports driven as a a child. So being around these sports types of mindset and also being able to talk about it openly with Sean has made me understand how 
mental health is so holistic and it's in every single business. It's important to every single person. It's not about the traumas that you've went through or haven't gone through. It's actually just being aware of what you need and what's best for you. And it doesn't have to do with anyone else at all. And there should be zero judgment around that as well. And I think Simone handled that in the best way possible. I loved to see the support that she was getting, at least through the Instagram stories that I saw of people posting of her. I've only seen support. And maybe again, that's because of the people that I surround myself with. But right, this all gets back to the ideal client. Because when I get on social media, It's very rare that I see something that could throw off my mindset. It's very, very rare. And if there is something that I see on social media that brings that fire up through me, almost through my bones, right? It's like, ooh, just like a little bit of a trigger. Like, ooh, that gave me some emotion that I can feel and... Maybe it's happy, sad, angry, pissed, right? Social can cause all of these emotions instantly in our bodies. And when I started to tap into that and I started to notice what people were posting and how that was making me feel, then I could remove myself from those people that maybe are sharing things that are important to them. But to be honest, it's just not something I need to be seeing on a regular daily basis. And I know that about myself. I'm self-aware enough to protect myself and set up boundaries to support my mental health. And this has been a journey. This is a journey, right? This is an ongoing journey. This is about finding your voice and not feeling guilty about it. And these ideal clients are exactly that for all of you guys. So when you are thinking about your ideal client and maybe you're past that point of, you know, bringing on anybody that comes into your inbox, you've created a standing for your business that feels foundational and you're ready to go all in on your ideal client, you know who you want to start marketing towards, this is the best step that you can take for your mental health. Because the more people that you can continue to pull into your orbit, basically, like, okay, you guys, we could get totally out there with these analogies. And I kind of want to go there today because I'm just in one of those moods. So (laughs) this is how I think about life. This is something that I have been discovering again since going through this self-awareness. This is something that I used to utilize when I was a child and going through the ups and downs that life curveballed my way. I would think about life and universe. And I know that a lot of you probably think like this too. So let's use this really fun analogy. So when I think about energies and I think about people, a lot of the times the universe itself and like space helps me understand more about humans, energy and interaction because there's no gravity there right it really is a little bit more it feels more to me energetically pulled right it is and you know what's so interesting about energy and mass this is something i learned in college through an astrology course (laughs) but mass is actually what 
pulls things in, right? So mass is not an energy. Mass is actually a an amount of weight, but it's not through physical gravity. It's actually through a spatial weight, right? An amount of space that it, that the object takes up in the universe. If this is incorrect, please feel free to correct me because I don't know anything about space, but this is how I think about it. So mass is what pulls things in. So when you think about, you know, the earth and the moon and the sun, the sun is the biggest thing that we're all orbiting around because sun has the most amount of mass and that's what's pulling in our orbit. So I like to think of my ideal clients as this orbit of us being the mass that's pulling people into our orbit. And you know, if we have people in our orbit that maybe aren't in alignment for where we are, that's okay. That's going to naturally happen. But if you have somebody that's maybe throwing off that orbit because they're maybe just at a different energetic level than you are, that's in return going to throw off your orbit, right? It all affect, affects one another and it's all going to have a long-term effect on you if you're not self-aware of it now. So that was a really roundabout way of explaining the orbits. I'm sure you guys would have understand the orbits prior to me going into the mass description, but that is exactly how I like to think about it. And I like to go that in depth with it because it kind of grounds me a little bit more. And I just think that that's a great way to describe our ideal clients in our communities. So I hope you guys enjoyed that little um, analogy, which was a little bit off the cuff. But really what I wanted to give you all today for some great tangible takeaways on ways to grow your following quickly through your ideal clients is one, we already know this, get clear on your ideal clients. We covered that today. If you still need help with your ideal client, this isn't something that I can really offer advice around through a podcast because it is a little bit more personalized for your business. So if you need help, reach out to me in the DMs. If you can afford a one-on-one, that would be the most beneficial for you discovering your ideal client because we can walk through, create different avatars for you, make sure you're very comfortable with you know how to market to them, all of those things, or give you the tools on how to become comfortable with that through polls and things like that. So several ways that we can work this out with you guys. But once you have your ideal client down, then you need to start to think about your PR, right? Because growing your following quickly is gonna be through PR mainly. It's gonna be difficult for you to grow over 30 followers a week just through a direct messaging strategy, right? Because we do it. So we know how much time it takes. And again, our priority is our mental health. So if we can create more of a community following through things like PR, why wouldn't we, right? And this should be something that we're all thinking about, even if we're not there yet, what do we want to manifest? Where do we want to speak eventually? Where do we want our, you know, business names? Do we want it on a billboard? Do we want it on, you know, some type of online publication? Is there a dream of yours of a place that you get to go and, you know, maybe teach a retreat? Like so many ways you can think about this through PR. But when you are coming at potentially growing your following this way, 
Again, it's really important for you to understand your ideal client because you're going to have to go to these potential podcasts, TV producers, you know, big editorial magazine editors. It's very intimidating if you don't have all everything in your toolbox. So you have to know who your ideal client is so you can go to them and you can say, hey, this is the type of person that I work with. It seems like this might also be, you know, a large portion of your audience. This is one of the greatest ways that I can offer them free value. I know this is a timely topic based around this time of year. And I wanted to send it your way to see if you all are in need of some upcoming guests in this next month, right? Totally um, off the cuff, not, not literally how I would word for word write that message out but that's the gist of it to give you guys just an idea of how to pitch in PR. I used to work for an entrepreneur and she used to have me do public relations outreach for her and since that was what I studied in college I learned a lot. It was one of the best experiences that I had working for someone and it was just really, really great. I, I learned a lot while I worked with her and the PR side of it was probably the most beneficial to what I did. And I would say that's the best result of the time that I spent with her. And when we think about where you should be reaching out to and you're doing all these vetting and this research, I want you to start to look at hashtags. So if you're gonna look at podcasts, you know, who is your ideal client? You could start very broad with, Women podcasts, obviously you wanna get a little bit more in depth. Maybe you're specifically in the tech industry, tech podcasts. Maybe you're specifically in the beauty industry, beauty podcasts, right? And then you just start building out your Excel sheet with your notes. Maybe you have a look at one of their first episodes or their last episode. What are their topics about? Is this something that you could come and speak on? You know, is this something that you can add value to? all of these different types of mindsets you want to have when you're thinking about reaching out to someone to be on their show or write for their publication. So once you kind of have gone to that second step, you've done all of your research, now it's time for you to do that outreach and connect with these people. So one thing that I love about Instagram is that you can do this directly through their DMs. And if they are maybe a smaller podcast or, you know, a smaller publication. I honestly think Instagram's a great place to get in touch with them because they may even be able to give you an alternative email that would be better to send your inquiries to. So that's just a little tip for anybody that hasn't tried that before and maybe not hearing back from people through PR. Head over to their DMs and see if there's an email that you should be sending it to instead. That can happen all the time, especially with news outlets. They may not check their DMs, but it's a good place to start if they're a small local news station. So that is such a great way to start to build out that research and then you'll start pitching them. So you do need a way to contact them. Now, when I was doing PR outreach, I would also call and follow up and that was how I actually booked this entrepreneur that I was telling you all about for my first internship. I booked her her first TV appearance through this type of PR strategy. So even though it is very tedious, 
it worked and that was her first really big you know TV moment so I was so excited when I first got her on that station we went up there together it was super cool to see the back end of how everything works in a news station so really great experience for me and I was super excited to see that this could actually work and that PR was an actual thing that, you know, somebody could do that didn't have a name in the industry yet. And it's definitely possible. So don't let that push you away from not trying to make it work because it's worth doing the outreach, even if you don't hear back. You know, you can always follow up in the next upcoming months with a new fresh pitch and maybe they'll remember your name, right? You just never know. So this is the best way to grow your following quickly because you can also start to reach out to people that have maybe, you know, a few thousand followers more than you or maybe even just a few hundred followers and you want to start doing Instagram lives together because you guys tend to have an overlap. In ideal clients so you don't want to be competing with them right to sell the same type of thing but maybe you have a similar client base and you know that you can offer some really great free value through an IG live right why wouldn't you just hop on a live and see how it goes and then maybe you even make a monthly reoccurrence out of it or whatever fits into your schedule but you are then also reaching their audience their contacts their people recently I did a IG live with lip gloss and aftershave. It was so amazing. I love them. Shout out to Barry and Jenny. You guys are fantastic. If you are in a beauty based business, definitely check them out on Instagram, lip gloss and aftershave. And I'm a part of their BizWiz community. So I am their social media side to helping people in the business. And I actually gained like 30 followers in one day just from going live with Jenny. And it was just such a great outcome because I also gained a lot of followers that are within my ideal client. And I know people that I can actually help. So I'm getting the right types of people to my account. Now, lastly, I want to share with you all, if you are already speaking, and if this is something that you do regularly, but you're frustrated because you're not seeing any results from the speeches that you're doing or the podcasts that you're doing, I want to encourage you all to make a slide or make it a point to repeat your Instagram handle at least three or four times while you're speaking and then encourage people to follow you by stating some type of free value that you offer on your page. People won't always just follow your page if you say, you know, follow me during your speech, even if it's an amazing speech. They want to know what they're going to get out of following you. So frequently when I am on a podcast, I'll say, you know, I have my own podcast, The End of Mind Podcast, and then I also have my Instagram account at Meraki underscore media underscore management where I post free business Instagram tips weekly. And people love that because they know that when they come to my page, they're going to actually see some really great value and get to know more about, you know, operating a business through Instagram. So I hope you guys enjoyed this show. This was a little bit of a longer episode. Let me know what you all think. I had a great time chatting with you all. I really let this one flow and just kind of get conversational with the universe and all the other things that we talked about today. 
<laughs> I tried to warn you guys when I got on. I was a little bit tongue-tied, so that's what happens when <laughs> I am tongue-tied. I just end up taking us down all of these different chatting roads, but if you guys haven't yet and you feel inclined to, please feel free to leave us a review. It would be greatly appreciated. And you will also be entered into a free 90-minute sit-down giveaway with me. So you will be, if you pop your Instagram handle into the review, once we reach 50 reviews, we will pull a lucky winner to get that 90 minute sit down with me. We send you a quiz prior where you get to choose three topics of your choice, you know, content strategy, business insight breakdown, hashtag development, everything from lead generating on the platform, anything you could need to know about operating your business Instagram is on that quiz. We will then come with notes prepared prior and we will sit down via Zoom for 90 minutes and go through everything. All of your questions will be answered on that call and then you will be able to take the notes and do with as you please. So I hope you all have a great rest of your week and I will see you next time. Thanks everybody. Thank you so much for listening to The End in Mind. I would like to remind you all, if you haven't yet reached out to me on Instagram, we are at Meraki underscore media underscore management. It will be in our show notes as well. If you would like to reach out to me, we always offer free coaching through Instagram based around our Instagram training and our business Instagram practices. If you need any type of support, please do not hesitate to reach out to me there. And we also offer several different types of consulting and training packages if you're looking for a little bit more in-depth tips. So thank you all for listening in. And of course, I want you all to keep the end in mind as you continue with your day and or work week. Have a great week and I will see you all next time. I don't know. Everyone has a podcast now. Well, not really. What is true is that, according to Nielsen statistics, 55% of the U.S. population, that's over 155 million people, have listened to a podcast, and 24% of the population, that's 68 million people, listen to podcasts weekly. And these numbers continue to trend upward. What's also true is that over 75% of all podcasts fade away after the first few episodes. It could be for a variety of reasons, lack of strong concept, poor production value, people not realizing how much time needs to be dedicated to it, or simply just not knowing how to get the word out about podcasts. That's where WeKnowPodcasting.com comes in. At WeKnowPodcasting.com, we have a combined 25 years of podcast experience, and we can help you achieve your podcasting goals. Whether you need help starting a new podcast or want to take your currently active podcast to the next level, we got you. From consultations to concept development, from theme music to editing, promotion, animation, graphics, you name it and we're here to help. Don't become another failed podcast statistic. Let us guide you and help your show become a success. Check out the website at WeKnowPodcasting.com. And even if you're on the fence, don't hesitate to reach out. We're friendly guys, we're passionate about pods, and we're here to help.